It's Tuesday, August 9, 2022. I am confident the Inflation Reduction Act will endure as one of the defining legislative feats of the 21st century. Green News Report special coverage. U.S. Senate passes landmark climate legislation. That landmark... And more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Our bill reduces inflation, lowers costs, creates millions of good-paying jobs, and is the boldest climate package in U.S. history. Also, coincidentally, the only climate package in U.S. history. This is your... Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, snarky, yes, but it's true. <laughs> yes. This is the uh, only climate package anywhere near this size in U.S. history. And it is a big deal. Yes, it most definitely is. First, one of the reasons why this bill is so important, Death Valley National Park closed on Friday after getting hit with a year's worth of rainfall in just three hours on Friday, triggering flash floods and mudslides that temporarily stranded a thousand people. This, unless I'm mistaken, is the fourth thousand-year flood in the U.S., over the past week and a half. That's correct. Climate studies confirm that global warming is making torrential rainfall events more frequent and intense, and it is just the latest in a barrage of extreme weather disasters that have plagued the entire northern hemisphere this summer. With that barrage unfolding in the background, on Sunday, Senate Democrats passed the Inflation Reduction Act, the landmark climate, health care, tax reform and deficit reduction bill, the culmination of decades of effort in overcoming the influence of the powerful fossil fuel industry and Republican obstruction. The bill is historic. On climate alone, it contains $370 billion in investments economy-wide to move the nation away from the polluting fossil fuels that cause dangerous man-made climate change and shift the country to clean energy in the largest ever federal effort to address man-made global warming. Multiple independent analyses conclude that the bill's provisions would cut U.S. carbon emissions roughly 40 percent by 2030, which climate scientists say is critical for us to have a chance at avoiding catastrophic climate impacts. Good luck. The sweeping bill is far from perfect. It includes major support for the fossil fuel industry, like expanding public lands and waters available for fossil fuel leasing and subsidies to develop fossil energy carbon capture projects that were required to secure the vote of coal state Democratic Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia. Democratic Senator Kirsten Sinema of Arizona forced changes to protect billionaires and corporations' profits, but also negotiated $5 billion in additional drought assistance for southwestern states. Yes, she did. I think you owe her an apology, Desi. On the plus side, the bill has massive investments and incentives for private industry to manufacture and deploy clean energy, a first-ever fee to force the oil and gas industry to stop methane leaks, a nonprofit green bank to build clean energy projects, subsidies to build a domestic clean energy manufacturing supply chain and boost U.S. clean energy exports. It also has significant funding for households to decarbonize and save consumers money with incentives and grants for electric vehicles, heat pumps and home weatherization. 
Billions in investments for low-income communities that bear the brunt of fossil fuel pollution, funding to help farmers decarbonize, and permanent funding for helping coal miners with black lung disease. Nice. So they don't have to keep voting on that every few years? Exactly. And yet... Every Republican voted against it. Go figure. Most environmental groups support the bill as a critical first step, saying much more needs to be done. In a recent broadcast, climate scientist Dr. Michael Mann of Penn State University said while the bill is not ideal, its incentives will accelerate the transition to renewable energy for industry and households. If the measures to incentivize, to subsidize renewable energy are effective, if the carrot works, it becomes a stick. Um, which is to say, if we incentivize renewable energy enough, then fossil fuel energy is no longer competitive, um, and it's too expensive, and they can't get the investments to build, even if they're, they've been allowed the permitting of these leases and these pipelines, they're not going to be able to get the investments. That sounds like a delicious carrot. The rapid spread of renewable energy in the U.S. shows that federal policy shifts do act as accelerant. The bill is headed for a likely quick passage in the Democratic-controlled House. If it passes, it will mark more than 30 years of effort to get to this point. While there is much to complain about in this bill, the alternative to it is not a better bill. It is nothing. Well said. We'll see if it passes in the House. For much more on this story and all the ones we couldn't get to today, because of it, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Waiting for you, it's been a long time coming, I can't keep counting the days, I've been for you it's been a